Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here with Mike Ross and we're here with the UCD because we're doing the uh, Irish Tech News Fintech 20. How's it going, Mike? Not too bad. Um, just arrived. Looks like a fairly good event. Lots of people around. So tell us a bit about your talk today. Basically, I'm talking about GDPR as it applies to data transfers and uh, how, it, how that applies to businesses in the fintech world. Because I guess in the next, it, it comes live and stream next May, so it's going to be a few worrying months for companies getting set up for this. Yeah, it's, going, it's certainly going to be challenging. I mean, just being out in the field and meeting people, there's a lot of places that aren't prepared for this and uh, there's a lot of work to do to be compliant when May 25th rolls around. So have any tips or advice you, you give people who are going to be doing this soon, get involved with this, ready for this? Yeah, um, I suppose find your high-risk transfers, so the ones that, that contain you know, personally identifiable information, get those looked after first, and you can kind of worry about the, the rest of them. But it's important to be shown that you're making an effort, Yeah. Um, because if you do get audited and say you're in the middle of uh, doing gap analysis or whatever and you haven't actually done anything, then that's when you kind of leave yourself open. What do you think of the event so far? I haven't come in. Uh, some really good speakers here. Um, I'm hoping to get to a few few, few talks later on and um, listen to what people have to say. It's um, just looking at the lineup. There, there's some impressive people and, you know, um, it's... it's this is the first time one of these, so I'm looking forward to discovering a few things I didn't know. I guess for us, for our news view, we basically find a great venue in UCD. They're right now doing very a lot of good stuff in the fintech space, so it's a good area. It's a good place to hold it as well, I guess. Yeah, definitely. Um, big venue, lots of people around. Uh, not great parking. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I, I, I'm not. I don't live too far, so I walked in, so it was fine. That's good, and uh, I, I guess. You're looking forward to giving your talk later on. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's very much my first keynote speech, so you know it's going to be challenging, but I'm also looking forward to it. Um, after moving out of the rugby world, it's certainly uh, something different, and um, I'm, it should be interesting standing in front of about 300 people and uh, giving a speech on um, GDPR. Because I guess in the past, they used to have been, been in the room, be giving a speech by their coach, but now you're the one giving the speech. Yeah, well, we've kind of done stuff like this before, but not in this topic. Yeah. You know, so frequently I've, like, I've done I've done things on leadership and sport and how it applies to business. I've done speech on that, uh, people, and obviously when you're, you're being interviewed in the media, frequently you kind of get used to it. So, but yeah, you know, it's certainly out of my comfort zone. Well, I guess once you've done one, you'll you'll be used to it. I don't. You get used to doing one. You you do more after that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I, I anticipate hopefully be the first of many. All right, thanks very much, thank, for that, thank Mike. You. Thanks. Bye. I am here again at the FinTech Ireland 20 uh, event in UCD for Arctic News. I'm here with Emma Walker, who's from uh, director at Waxman Europe. So how is it going, Emma? Going very well. We're halfway through the event today, so yeah, it's so going excellently. So tell us about what you were on because you were earlier on a, on a business panel. I was indeed, yes. Yeah, so I was in a panel on scaling and communicating your business. 
Um, so I work for a PR agency. I actually um, manage the European office here in Dublin. Yeah. And we work specifically with blockchain um, and financial te- technology companies. Yeah. And how was the talk in earlier? You were involved in the panel discussion talk. Yeah, it was very good. We had a mix of people who I suppose work specifically in helping companies scale, and then like myself, helping them communicate, and then an actual angel investor on the panel too. There was often the insight from from both sides. Yeah. And for you, on your point of view, what tips would you give somebody who wants to? Uh, uh, from your end, what tips would you give somebody who's looking to uh, go in the area area of fintech? Um, well, I think really understanding what you want to achieve as a business uh, and your messaging um, and growing the, the reputations of your team members um, so that when you go out and you want to scale and you want to grow and you, you want to have a secure investment, um, that you're coming in with that strong reputation behind you. And I guess basically reputation is key nowadays. You haven't got that. You're... Yeah, because I suppose as a, a either as a startup or as a, an early stage company, you haven't got a brand yet. Yeah. Um, so really, what's most important um, to that company is the team behind it. So if you can actually um, drive your reputation and your experience in the space and demonstrate that to the wider public, then you're building that brand that eventually, in ten years' time, when you do have a brand, that's been the starting part of it. Yeah. And also, I guess if your team behind you involves like a VC or any investor who's well known, exactly. That's credibility. Yeah. Exactly. And I think, you know, understanding that the credibility of that team will dramatically help you in scaling and also with recruitment, hiring good people um, and attracting good partnerships. Yeah, because I guess partnerships is the most key thing as well. Yeah, absolutely. And and I think partnerships and the right partnerships for a company in an early stage um, really reflect where it's going to go in the future um, and attract even, I suppose, even larger partnerships. Yeah, because I guess you've got to make sure that when you partner with somebody, it's got to be the right fit for you. Absolutely. And I think that all comes down to the beginning of kind of just understanding who you are as a company, what your vision is um, and the message that you're trying to put out and when you put out that good message the right partners um, will obviously come to you and also then it will help in terms of you're attracting those partners because I guess the vision which Satan is, is all is, is going to be where you're going to be in five years time yeah yeah. I mean you know we started our company last year and then I opened the Irish office here in Dublin in April and I think when you're that early stage and that you're, you're growing and you're scaling you're also thinking to yourself where am I going to be next month <laughs> let alone yeah. in five years time but it is really important to have that, that vision especially when you're going to meet with possible investors or meet with possible partners to show the roadmap and to show where you're going. Yeah, because I guess if you can show basically every stage you want to be so in two months time I want to be here in a year time I want to have so many employees and so forth and it shows your thought process shows that you're dedicated shows that you're motivated it shows that you've thought this through it shows that you're not just um, stepping into this um, without having that the proper grounding of the strategy and the strategic thinking I think a lot of startups in, in regardless of sector whether it's fintech or another one um, a lot of times because it's bootstrapped by the founders or because a lot of passion has gone into it and that passion can sometimes override strategy and strategic thinking and I think people having that roadmap and having that dedication to put it together and and the vision for the future shows that you are thinking strategically. And you guys, what that? How much have you grown in the past year in Dublin? So we opened in April. Um, we are a company originally from Wall Street. Um, so I worked in Wall Street last year. I, I started working at the company when there's just two of us in, yeah. in March. Um, and we grew over that year in Wall Street to a team of seven and working with about 40 companies in the blockchain and fintech space. And then this year I opened the Irish office, um, which was the European office in Dublin. Uh, we started with just me and now we have 12. Um, and we've got about 10 roles out now to grow to about 22 for next year. That's very good going. Because at the moment, blockchain, fintech, is, is very grown area. Absolutely. I mean, the I mean, I would consider myself very new to the blockchain space. But then, in the largest scheme of things, I suppose a year and a half is still you know, two years is still quite a long time in the blockchain space. But where blockchain was last year and where it is now, it's, it's it's grown significantly, and we're seeing a lot of I suppose the larger corporations paying a lot more attention now. Than I suppose. No, the last year, Ernest, uh, a lot of companies opened up uh, blockchain offices in Ireland. Yes, definitely. I think it's wonderful. I mean, Deloitte having their European uh, European lab here, I think, is absolutely wonderful. I think yeah. it shows puts Ireland even more on the map than it was. 
was before. Um, I think that you know, over the next year we're going to see blockchain really come into fruition um, and to see the kind of what everyone's been talking about for so long, what it's really going to be achieving. And at the moment, people think that blockchain is dealt with cryptocurrency, but it's more just that. It's, it's a technology itself. Cryptocurrencies is just one aspect of it. Yeah. Um, and I think it's really important to remember that it can provide value in a lot of different ways, not just in kind of the monetary format of a token or of a cryptocurrency. Yeah. Um, and I think they also have a huge amount of value in themselves. And I think it's very interesting the past few few weeks, um, we've seen a number of countries come out to say that they're thinking of having national cryptocurrencies. So I think yeah. we've got a lot of exciting times ahead. Yeah, for me, I also think of blockchain as a, as a secure way of, of sending data. Yeah, absolutely. Whether that data is um, an invoice or whether it's a, um, a, a message from in on the supply chain, regardless of what it is. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks very much for no, that, uh, no, 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 no. and uh, have a good day.